Hello, listeners of Tank Talks Business, and welcome back to another episode. Today, I have the pleasure of uh, two individuals joining me today, Kim Phillips and Corinne Peters of Phillips and Peters, attorneys dedicated to family law. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. So Corinne, I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, can you give our listeners a little bit of background uh, kind of how you um, got into the practice um, and, and specifically your, your interest in, in family law? Uh, sure. Well, uh, let me start by saying family law was nothing I ever expected to be practicing um, early on. When I went to law school and as particularly when I graduated law school, I thought I would end up um, prosecuting. Uh, that was my goal. I had clerked in the federal um, courthouse for two years and I had wanted to prosecute for the U.S. Attorney's Office. And through a uh, kind of a roundabout way, um, ended up clerking with the Chesapeake Circuit Court and hoped to um, prosecute in the Chesapeake Commonwealth Attorney's Office for a few years, headed to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Norfolk. And while I was at the Chesapeake Circuit Court, I, for the first time, was exposed to family law and family law issues. Um, so seeing divorces in custody and really realized at that time how important that area of the law is and how I could contribute um, just as well to my um, community uh, practicing in family law. Um, and so consciously at that point decided to change my focus as a result of that experience. Gotcha. And, and Kim, how about you? Um, Ted, I too went to law school thinking that I would prosecute and um, had it, you know, a change of course when I was in law school. And um, I went to law school a little bit later in life. I was married and had two babies at home. And my husband was active duty Terry. And I actually came back home to attend law school so I could have the support of my extended members. And um, it was very important to me to become. Um, active back in my hometown community here in Norfolk. And um, after over with my spouse and being involved um, deeply with the military community and this also being a military community and my father served 30 years in the Navy, I was anxious to be back and be um, involved. And I thought prosecution would be the best to do that. And um, while I was a law student, I um, interned at the Chesapeake Circuit Court and um, also had a job with a service firm during, during my last year of law school and was hired by um, their family law division and had some exposure there and really did it. And um, a way, kind of like Corinne, where I really help families and use my skills that I just acquired over my life experience to really put my law practice or my law skill training together with other areas that I acquired over the years. And I thought it was just a good fit. And um, that firm after I graduated hired me and 
from there, I just went on in that area and have really liked it. Gotcha. So how did the, the two of you come together and, and whose idea was it to uh, not only be uh, attorneys, but uh, business owners? <laughs> well, we did met at that first firm that um, I was hired at, at that full service firm. Corinne had had previous jobs. I think she had mentioned um, was my first um, professional legal job. And um, we had practiced there. Corinne was doing some other type of civil litigation at the firm along with some family law and I was doing family law exclusively. And um, as we were working together, discovered we were like-minded and had similar interests in how we wanted to um, help people and how we practice law and just how we approached cases and clients and how we treated them and how we kind of envisioned how we could uh, form our own type of practice. And so, um, you know, we started chatting. We had been with a couple of other attorneys and then we um, seemed to be working out and then we started chatting. Um, it, it, Corinne, do you recall some of the things that really seemed to make it take off? Because it seemed to take off rather quick. It became evident that it was just me and Corinne. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I think we, we had, in conversation with other attorneys, uh, determined what the sticking points were. And so during that time, Kim and I really, um, as she said, started realizing how similarly we thought when it came to business. And so once we made the call and we decided, you know, we were, we were going to be business owners, you know, and, and we just decided we weren't, you know, there's only two of us, so you don't have majority. So you, you have to agree on everything. And some things we agreed on and some things took more conversation. And that's really how we still do things today. I mean, uh, if, you know, we don't, obviously we don't hire anybody, we don't fire anybody, we don't do things without um, each other's agreement. Um, and sometimes that agreement takes longer, but we get there in the end. <laughs> so it's worked well for 10 years and that's what really got us going, so. That's great. Um, and I mean, having, having come up as attorneys, Corinne, how, how do you like, um, I don't even know if like is the word, but how, how do you like, how do you manage being a business owner um, in addition to what you generally seem to enjoy, which is the, the law portion of, of I guess the business. Um, I know it's it, it uh, for a lot of business people. It's they have a love for something, but they don't necessarily have a love for business. So, how were you able to kind of combine that? I I think, uh, and I think Kim does too. But I know I do for sure. I do have a love of business. I have really. I, I maybe just didn't always know it. Um, my, my father uh, was an entrepreneur throughout my youth. He owned several different businesses and um, worked for himself and continues to do so. So I had that example, but 
I, you know, I had never done it before. Um, but I think it was innate in me because I know I wanted to build something of my own. Um, you know, the folks that we were working for were, were great folks, but it was theirs, you know? So uh, I don't think I had to do a lot of balancing personally about my love of business versus my love of law. I'm just happy yeah. that I can combine them at this That's point. Great. So That's I don't know, great. Kim, if you feel differently. I think I actually prefer the business side of it. I think it's much more stimulating in terms of looking for opportunities. Um, especially, you know, with this, I've been thinking a lot about this with the COVID crisis, because when you're a business owner, it, particularly when you employ other people and other people are depending upon you coming to work and making your business work, you don't have the luxury to walk away. I mean, I guess you do um, if you don't have a heart but <laughs> we, you know, we have employees that are depending on us to come to work to make a place that's viable so that they can pay their mortgages they can feed their children they can pay their bills they can save environment All those things weigh heavily on every decision that Corinne and I make and throughout the 10 years as we've made plans strategically to grow and to involve these other team members with us um, along the way and we've made plans and sometimes the decisions we've made have been very successful and there's times that we've had some bumps in the road but each time we're making decisions with those um, people in mind and when the COVID crisis was coming and we could see it and Corinne and I were discussing this well before there were any stay-at-home orders or court closures and we talked to our team members and said, hey, we're seeing the economy slow down, hearing that the port is, Port of Virginia is having a reduction in their imports and exports. And we think that's going to impact potentially some of our clients' income and therefore their ability to pay us. We think you need to put your finances in order if you don't already have that in place we're telling you we're going to be looking at that strategically, making sure our finances are in place personally, professionally. We're going to be looking out to the future, seeing what we can do to protect this so it's viable going into the future. Those kind of things um, with a business are much more exciting um, in terms of looking at COVID, for instance, as an opportunity to you know, take our business, move it around, adjust it so that um, we make sure everyone's protected and not just our team members, but our clients as well, because we had to look at all of our clients and in their cases and where they were at and say, okay, we know on the horizon, this person may be furloughed, this person may be let go. How's that gonna affect their case, their support, things of that nature? Is there gonna be more domestic violence in the home? So from a business perspective, there's many, many hats that you have to wear and you're constantly thinking about opportunities and how those opportunities are gonna affect someone else um, in your team and outside your team and your clients. And um, I think 
for Corinne and I, as we've done that and kind of shifted mindset from always growing, ethically, we're obligated to grow ourselves as attorneys. And we do that. We take that very, very seriously. Corinne and I, every single year, we have maxed out our our ethical requirements and our continuing education requirements always. And we teach CLEs and things like that. So we're always on top of that. And I think that shows in our representation of our clients. But what also moves our clients forward is the fact that we're always looking for opportunities of growth business-wise. And we have a lot of business clients and I think that attracts those types of clients to us as well. So for me, I'm much more exhilarated as a business owner and putting that hat on as it helps everybody on the team inside and out. Gotcha. Well, I find it interesting too. I, I spent a lot of time in the, the mortgage industry and um, for that reason, a lot of your, your senior management all the way up to your CEOs have typically been um, loan officers, lenders of some sort. Um, but a lot of times by the time that they get to that kind of C-suite level, they're not really practicing per se. They're not closing loans on a regular basis. They're not meeting with a lot of clients. Um, have you been able to balance that uh, from the standpoint of being able to continue to, to work with your clients directly while also balancing the responsibilities as, as the two individuals leading, leading your business? How about you, Corinne? Well, I think, yes, the short answer is yes, but I, I certainly at times we are spending more time on the business side of it, and at times we're spending more side on the practice of law. It just depends, you know, our practice itself ebbs and flows, especially litigation is deadline driven, and, you know, so um, that's just natural that we have that ebb and flow on either side, but I do think um, right now, Kim and I are, are still practicing and we're still carrying a full caseload, if you will. But one of our goals is to be able to have um, a, a business, a firm that is practicing in the manner that we believe is to be appropriate, you know, practicing with ethical guidelines that we have with the same principles that we have with the same values that we have. So we're training up people to follow our style, if you will. Um, freeing us up to do other things, to focus on this business, maybe other businesses, um, you know, writing, teaching, things of that nature. Uh, so it is our goal to eventually <laughs> be able to do that. But I think, you know, I think I'll always practice some type of law because I do enjoy it. It, um, I especially enjoy the the legal argument. You know, there are a lot of people who like to get in and fight about the facts and I like to fight about the law and, you know, I love appellate work and anytime there's a unique legal argument, um, it's a lot of fun for me. So I think I'll always do some aspect of that, but we do want to have a firm that runs um, well and practices like we do, freeing yeah. us to do that. Well, and Kim, to that point, um... Uh, you all have been recognized um, on several occasions. I, I pro I'm probably not even aware of them all. Um, as far as the work that you all do, the respect that you've gained as, as both individuals, professionals, and as, as a, a business or a firm, um, as far as the things like the, being a, a great place to work, 
Um, the work that you do individually as, as uh, women professionals in, in the Hampton Roads community. Can you talk a little bit about that? And, and is that something that you, you had specifically strived for, or was it more just something that as the two of you continued to partner over the years, it was just something that just simply fit into to your mission and vision for how you wanted to be able to, to, to grow a business? Well, I don't think the goal has ever been to have any sort of recognition um, as an individual. Um, I don't think Corinne and I are uh, have that kind of an interest. I don't think her or I even have that sort of motivation. When we got recognized as um, the small business of the year for Norfolk for, from inside business, we kind of viewed that really as a team effort because that's exactly what it is. And um, that was a team effort from the inception, all the people that have supported us along the way. So we don't go out seeking that type of recognition. It's more so of really getting out in the community one of the things you'll notice on our social media is that we made an intentional decision when we started outwardly marketing that it wouldn't always be about Phillips and Peters. We, when we started the firm, we wanted it to be about community and we've promoted other small businesses. That's been very important to us that we are um, hiring other small businesses to support us, whether that's court reporters or process servers or um, even bakers, local bakers that we use to um, provide gifts um, to our referral sources and, and whatnot. We're, we're always trying to feature them. And then just even local businesses that we frequent, um, we, we have a lot of fun at Phillips and Peters. Um, uh, we celebrate birthdays and weddings and new babies. And anytime there's a time to celebrate, you will find us either at the Dirty Buffalo or um, buying a cake or a dessert. There was a little dirt shop down on Granby Street that we really love that's not there any longer. We're heartbroken about that. but. Everybody along the way, we try to support and feature. Uh, we're thrilled about the other small business um, winners that were recognized in the other cities and um, look forward to learning more about them and supporting them too. So individual recognition is not what we're about. Um, it's more about the community and supporting the community and supporting other small business owners because we know that's the backbone of business. And um, anytime we can do that, we think it's just gonna r rise up and um, make us better and make other businesses better and make this community stronger. And that was one of the reasons we got involved with the chamber. And when we started off as members of the chambers, we thought it was important to start off at the trustee level so we could get in and show that we really valued it. And even when we had a rough patch, we still, you know, got in there and did it. And not just, you'll find too, that we don't join things just to join. We join it and we participate. 
And if we don't have the time to do that, or if we find an organization just wants our money, you'll find that we won't do it again. And so there's some organizations locally that we have discovered that that was really what they wanted. They just wanted us to, to join, pay the dues, but they really didn't want our involvement. And, and we're not about that. If we're not going to be involved, then we're not gonna be members. So we like to get in heavily involved. CHKD is one of those things that we've been heavily involved in fundraising. We think it's very important. It definitely fits with our mission and our model for families. Um, they provide a great service to the whole region. And um, we know they took a big hit this year with their fundraising is down. And um, some of us have been involved with the circles. We've all been involved in the fundraising. Corinne has been a board member of Triple R Ranch and we've supported them every year that we've been in business. They couldn't do their, their on the ranch run, but we're doing the virtual run and Corinne can tell you about that. I'm excited. I'm just trying to find every t-shirt we've ever had and try to put every single one of them on for the virtual run. <laughs> and we're gonna put that on our, um, on our social media. And God knows, I hope I don't end up with every shirt off cause that'll be tragic. <laughs> but um, there's lots of things we do out in the community and it's, and it's about that. It's not about us as individuals. And That's wonderful. Just piggyback on that just for a minute, because our, our sort of tagline, our motto is helping you move forward. That's what we tell our clients and our potential clients. And that's really how we treat everything. We Everything that we do, whether it's supporting a charity, whether it's, you know, um, representing a client, whether it's this conversation, we want to move the ball forward. We want to accomplish something. We don't want to just do it for the sake of hearing ourselves talk. So, you know, when she says we're not, we're not set out looking for individual recognition, we're not, but we certainly will take it when it comes along because it certainly helps us spread that message and it helps us tell people we're here to help you get to the next step, to move the ball down the court, if you will, whatever cliche you want to use, but that's, you know, we are going to move you forward. We're not just going to turn. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, and and you bring up a good point because I want to make sure um, that those who are listening have a, a really clear understanding of, of the services that you do provide, um, and especially not just for the individual families, but also, uh, as you mentioned, Kim, um, what you're able to do for companies. So, Corinne, can you give us a, a little bit of background on on the services you provide and then also how you've been able to take that not just from from traditional family law of dealing with individual families but also how you've managed to to work with companies as well well certainly i mean the main services that we provide are legal services as it relates to a family law matter so the traditional things you might expect divorce custody support um, adoption we say that's the happy side of what we what we get to do um, and it typically is a celebration there. And, you know, we handle a lot of, um, as Kim mentioned earlier, military issues as it relates to the family, um, protective orders, that kind of thing. So almost anything that touches the family, we handle legally. Um, I think uh, how we've been able to touch businesses, you know, certainly as it relates to, we don't represent businesses in the sense of being business lawyers, but a lot of our clients have 
businesses, small businesses, large businesses, and we certainly have to understand that aspect of the law in order to represent them well um, in, in uh, dealing with those assets during a divorce. Um, but I think, you know, reaching out to other businesses, we've tried to find creative ways to, I guess, partner with other businesses. You know, we've, we've um, highlighted women-owned businesses uh, for, I think, most of 2019. Every month, we highlighted a different locally-owned, um, women-owned business just to show the phenomenal locally owned small businesses around uh, around here that you know uh, we we've had the opportunity to get to know. As Kim said, we try and support um, as much local business as possible, uh, keeping those dollars in this community. You know, we our printing is local. Uh, as Kim said, our our baker who we <laughs> we send cakes around that. Um, at Christmas time, that uh, people uh, call us when they're when they're a little late, you know, wondering where the cakes are. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, they're good, and and you know, so in that respect, we are able to help businesses. We also have made a concerted effort to get to know other attorneys who practice that type of law, so that if they have concern about how. Um, a potential divorce in the future may, you know, affect a business. Um, you know, they might give us a call about that as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you for going over that. The um, so I'm going to throw this out at, at both of you. Uh, so I'm going to let Kim go first this time. Uh, so I'm interested as as both a business owner and as an attorney, what would you say in the last 10 years that the two of you have been partners, what would you say has been the, the greatest challenge and, and what would you say has been the, the greatest reward so far? Well, I think the greatest challenge has been time management. I mean, I have, I have personally struggled with balancing my time between, um, family and business and clients and um there's definitely not enough time in a day and when we first got started uh corinne and i spent an extraordinary amount of time with each other we probably spent more time with one another than we did with our spouses and with our children and uh, we then, you know, had to learn to balance that and spread that apart. And um, then when, as you grow and you bring on more employees and team members, then you have to balance your time with getting your own work done as a business owner against the needs of people in your organization that want your time too. And, um, getting them to understand and respect your time. And that's been a difficult rub too, because you want to be accessible to your team members. And Corinne and I have had to learn to treat each other with respect of each other's time too. And we probably have had the most difficulty with that because you know, we're right beside each other in office and we just blow through each other's door like it's not. <laughs> and and unfortunately, Corinne has to pass by my office to get to hers. And, and I think she tries to tiptoe, actually. But I can always kind of 
feel her out. And, and I'm like, Corinne, you're just a Corinne, what's going on? So, you know, it's, it's the time management that's been the most challenging and that's ongoing, I think. Um, but I think the biggest reward is that 10 years have gone by and it seems like it happened in the blink of an eye. And Corinne and I, you know, when we started, I had children at home and now I have a college graduate, one in college. Corinne has a child that's going into middle school. I mean, I can't believe 10 years have passed and we started with two attorneys and one support staff. And at our height, we had seven attorneys and six support members. And we've had increased revenue every year. And we've been able to add areas of practice and have been able to strategically grow. We've been able to weather um, major health crisis for me and um, a global pandemic and we're still standing and we are employing people that you know we're providing employment for other people and providing um, for our families and we're still going so i think that it's been a blessing and you know i know i've been blessed with a business partner that that i trust that has a similar work ethic that Anna T we know that like Corinne knows we can go on vacation. Corinne and I could go on vacation together. And we know that Phillips and Peters will still be standing when we come back. That's and great. that is a true blessing. That's great. How about you, Corinne? Well, obviously I would echo much of what Kim said. Um, time has definitely been as well for me the biggest challenge i think it's a little nuanced um my answer is a little nuanced i would say that just being able to recognize where i should spend my time most productively and i guess it's probably a delegation issue but i know if i do it it will be done not necessarily the right <laughs> way but the way i want it to be done right <laughs> And so, you know, uh, sometimes the, the cost benefit analysis of me doing it is just not right. So that's been hard for me is to just let it go, let go of the control and realize someone else needs to do this and I need to do only what I can do, you know, the, the only the task that I can do. <laughs> so that's, that's been hard for me and it's a work in progress. Um, Kim's been laughing this entire time. I know, she knows <laughs> Corinne has a lot of patience, a lot of patience, and a lot of it in a lot of it with technology, um, a lot of it with me. She <laughs> <laughs> the amount of Excel spreadsheets that I have, it's, it's shameful. But anyway, um, <laughs> my my greatest reward really is similar to what Kim said, but how everything has played out. I mean, we have had challenges that um, at the time seemed much bigger than the ones we just told you about, you know, time being our biggest challenge, but it, that's probably our constant challenge. But we've had challenges along the way. There's something new every day we'd never done before. You know, we hired people, for, then we had to let somebody go. And then, you know, there's something new every day that we had to get through all the way up to culminating in this most recent navigating the pandemic and 
it, it, the reward is the fact that we can do it. At this point, it, you know, whatever comes our way, we seem to be able to figure it out together. And um, the fact that we're like-minded, figuring it out together and excited about where we're going, I think is the biggest reward for me. That's gotcha. Well, actually you, you were my perfect segue then, and, and I'll, I'll stay with you on this since we've got a few more minutes before we wrap up. But um, so what drives each of you every day? When you get up in the morning, the alarm goes off. What is it that drives you to, to do what you do? Because you're both very successful. You've got a great firm. You're, you're good to your people. Um, so what is it about you or what is it about those around you that, that makes that drive happen every day when you get up? Uh, so for me, most days, it's, you know, knowing that I'm doing something that I love. I have this firm with Kim that is got my name on it. It's got her name on it. And we're extraordinarily proud of it. And so um, I, I rarely, maybe a few days, but I rarely have had a day where I was like, oh, I don't want to do this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I love what we have here and that helps tremendously because if you you love what you do um even when you're not in the best of mood <laughs> you you're still okay doing it um yeah. i think too just a you know there's the level of feeling of responsibility to other people that both kim and i share um but for sure i feel like i you know i have responsibility to my family but i have responsibility to my employees i have responsibility to my partner so there's that level that also keeps me going. And then, you know, I need a challenge in my life to <laughs> make it worthwhile. So this is a challenging job, both running the business. Every day there's something new in the practice of law. Um, it's definitely a challenge and it keeps me um, on my toes, I guess. So that, those, those three things. And knowing that we're doing something good, we're contributing to our community in a way that is, um, I think, productive, so. That's great. How about you, Kim? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel very similarly. Um, I think for me, I just, and I think Corinne feels the same way in terms of when we started a practice, we branded when nobody else was really doing that at the time, law firms weren't doing it. Of course, big businesses were, have always branded, but we sat down and we created that tree. We talked to this graphic artist and he helped us and he was you know, a local guy. And we said, you know, we want something strong and image and with roots that meant a whole lot to Corinne and I, and we, and that, that's kind of what gets me up. It's just growing and, and having that strong symbol and trying to do something better today than I did yesterday and kind of moving forward, which is what we're all about is moving people forward. And that's the goal every day. Sometimes I fall short of it, but that's what gets me up is that that's, we're going to move everybody at Phillips and Peters, everybody on the team and all of our clients forward in some fashion and our families and, and that's what it's all about and so from the inception till today that tree hasn't changed on that logo and that's really kind of at my focus and we'll out and 
And I hope, and I would love to see our kids one day pick it up and go forward with it too. Um, all, you know, our kids are feisty. Uh, see them doing it. Um, I have one that's an artist and she's fearful that I'm going to make her do it. I said, no, I, you know, I've grown into that parent that realizes I can't make you guys do anything. Um, but um, really it's about doing that I did the day before and, and moving it forward. And with what Corinne said and being proud of having a business that helps the community and and like I said way earlier in this podcast that, you know, this pandemic and what's going on and I've really, it's weighed on me a lot. Um, and being in family law and knowing that there's this increase in domestic violence and people staying home and, you know, we represent clients in divorce. So they're usually in conflict, but when they're forced to stay at home, you know, maybe we're seeing it rising to a different level that maybe it wouldn't have that, you know, Corinne and I and our team are prepared to help those people move it forward and move away from those types of inclinations that, you know, we're prepared for that. And um, just having everybody do better, be better, be stronger, move forward. If the listeners want to know where to find us. Absolutely. They can find us on our website, which is phillipspeterslaw.com, or on our social media, which we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram and LinkedIn, all at Phillips Peters Law. Oh, well, I think our um, our Instagram is Fam Law Attorneys, so that's F A M L A W A T T Y S. That's the only one that's different. Quite honestly, we, we couldn't do any of this without those um, within the community. So thank you both for everything you're doing throughout the 757. Um, my best to your entire team and, and thanks again for joining us. And thank you to the listeners of Take Talks for joining us on this episode. Take care, everyone. Thank you.